Inside Fitness Now with Ina and Raina. The inside scoop on everything fitness. Inside Fitness is everything you need to know now. Hi, and welcome back to Inside Fitness Now. I'm your host, Ina Koppel. And I'm Raina Butler. Let's jump right into the news. Orange Theory CEO says members want flexibility as gyms reopen. Orange Theory is reopening. Oh my gosh, so many people I know are going to be excited to get back on the swing of their workout. Who's desperate to get back in the gym? The traditional fitness market is in for a shakeup driven by virus concerns, social distancing, cost, competition from a flurry of online options. Um, yeah, you know, everything we've been predicting is happening now. Gyms are closing all over. No matter how hard they try to stay open, people are turning to virtual and lots of brands are stepping up. Managing capacity for COVID-19 at your fitness business while protecting revenue. I am not a virologist and I would not want the responsibility of ensuring safety and trying to figure out how to keep things clean against uh, you know, a virus that has n- no regulations for gyms and fitness facilities you know, written out. I mean, it's really a difficult time to be a fitness, and, uh, fitness owner. Congressman introduced Bill to create successor to the PPP program. It's about time that we have some more input from this because people ran out of money and some of them never got their PPP loan. So if they're going to stay afloat, they're gonna need a second round of this, maybe a third. The Talent Hack develops a digital business accelerator for FitPros. That is way overdue. I'm excited that people who are now kind of floating without their gym and doing a lot of Zoom and virtual have a system that they can use to help them organize their workouts and and their members. MindBody releases digital platform built for instructors. You know, we used MindBody when we first started our business and when we were a smaller studio, and then we grew with them um, into a, a bigger business, and MindBody's always been able to handle our services, and I'm excited that they're now accommodating the individual instructor. It helps you stay organized. It helps you bill your clients. I think it's a great tool. Thinking outside of the gym. Take your classes outside. Story of our life now, isn't it? Everything is outdoors, all fitness. Celebrities are obsessed with these two legging companies. Raina, this must be your favorite part of this whole podcast. You love leggings. Yes, I do. And those companies are actually Aloe and Coral. Also your favorite brands. Love. Nike Training Club is now free. Yes, more free virtual fitness for you guys. So get ready because we're going to put all these links in the show right up so you could check them out, check out our news stories and see what works for you. Okay, I'm very excited for today's review. We're reviewing one of my personal fitness idols, Kathy. Kathy. Okay, Kathy is amazing. She is what I would really call an OG. For those of you who don't know what an OG is, that's an original gangster. And for those of you who don't know who Kathy Friedrich is, um, she has been in the fitness industry doing videos, doing fitness for decades. She's old school. She's a classic. And we don't understand how she still looks so freaking amazing. Yeah. When you look at her videos from the 80s to now... And you did a split screen, same person, same face. It's amazing. Yeah, and I'll tell you right now, being a fitness instructor and I'm almost 50, you know, your body takes a lot of wear and tear. Shout out to her for really sticking with it. She does all of her classes. 
I'm amazed and I'm so excited that she started producing more virtual content. I've been watching her uh, since the pandemic transform her gym business and um, she's been giving, you know, she's been doing the, her videos, she's been doing on demand and, you know, now she's doing live recordings and she's working on her own without her team and I'm just excited that her services exist for people. I think she's the best in the industry. Okay, so what I love about Kathy and she really helped mold the way I taught when you watch the way she teaches, she is such a professional. She does such a good job, not only guiding the workout because she's in a, you know, a teaching form. She's teaching to the camera. She even has like eyes in back of her head. She knows exactly what her people are doing behind her. She gives perfect cues every single time. It is so impressive. Kathy um, was not just a source of inspiration for us, but also a source of information. I know that when we needed some good fitness ideas, you turned to her on-demand services. Yeah, so I actually bought her on-demand services before, long before the pandemic hit, just to really get ideas for my classes. Her on-demand service is so easy to use. It is organized so well. And you know what's amazing? You could find her videos from day one from the 80s all the way until now. And what's really awesome is, her 80s videos are still relevant. And how are the outfits? Oh, the outfits are amazing. <laughs> Jealous. Her outfits are always amazing. And she has one backup person, CD. I'm her biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. You know, she not only does her whole class, but she also coaches everyone. And shout out to all the people in the back who are doing the class with her. And a lot of those women have been with her through the decades. She's amazing. What are some of your favorite workouts from Kathy? Okay, so I love her step. I learned how to teach step from her DVDs. Mm. I came in the fitness into the fitness industry and step was hot. I was too young to have ever experienced step in the 80s. And I literally learned how to teach step from her DVDs. That's great. And I know that you really like her strength workouts too. She's real creative. She's so creative. She does everything using a step usually also, which I love. One piece of equipment. The step is her main thing. Then you add in some weights and bands or a ball and boom, you have a full boot camp class. What are some of the classes um, uh, that she has on demand? How is it structured? What's the cost? Uh, give us the scoop. Okay, so she has really fair pricing. It's $19.99 for a month, which is really fair. You're getting so much content from strength workouts to boot camps to step aerobics to kickboxing. And my absolute favorite is her ice series. Mm. Okay. Ice is how is her sculpting series. And it's like total body. She has total body workouts and she breaks down like arms only, abs, legs, butts and guts. She's just awesome. She has everything. She sure does. And she really delivers it with class. She's a professional. It comes across in her videos. And I believe you said that it was easy to use, right? So easy to use. I would send it to my mother. My mother is not tech savvy at all. You just sign onto her website. You click on demand. It's one of the first tabs you see. And then boom, everything is there. And she also has this great thing. It's called search. So if I want to put in step, all her SEP DVDs come up. So she transferred all her DVD stuff right onto her website. Wow, that's great. I know that she works with a very large recording team now who's usually in her gym. And since the pandemic, she hasn't been able to, uh, she hasn't been able to be with them. And she's been doing everything as a one-man show. I mean, can you even imagine? So we love supporting her. And we think that she's an incredible resource for instructors who are looking for ideas, who are looking for the right way to coach. And, you know, really she's a shining example of what a professional, a fitness professional should be. 
Yeah, she's really amazing. One of my huge inspirations. I'm going to call her a fitspiration because that's yeah, what she really is. I agree. She deserves all of the credit that you can give her. And I love her Instagram. I'm always following her Instagram too. Yeah, she's amazing. Her social media is on point. Just yesterday, she posted a recipe for salad. And I do not like salad, but it was so beautiful. I had to like the picture. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll make that. Oh, you know what? I You just reminded me. I actually signed up for her newsletter. And I don't sign up for a lot of newsletters, but her newsletter newsletters are really valuable. She gives you a lot of health information besides the usual fitness information. She's always really uh, kind of trying to think she's thinking really globally and uh, there's a lot of great content in her newsletter as well. So if you're looking to invest in an online on-demand kind of workout and you're really into the step or you're into a, you know a variety of strength workouts, I think that you can't go wrong with Kathy's workouts. You really, it should be number one on your list. Absolutely. How would you rate her 10 out of 10? Oh, I would give her a 10. Definitely and if, a 10. As an instructor, if I would only be able to choose one resource to have, forget all the certifications. I would just sign on for her on-demand classes. And I think as a fitness instructor, you could get all the ideas you need. Unlimited, actually. And that says a lot, if that would be your only uh, go-to. And I know that when we were training instructors and when we were helping them with classes, you would always use her as a resource because, like you said, you know, she downloaded all of her old workouts and uh, she's added new ones. She's really stayed current with the times, but like her workouts are on point. Everything from, you know, boxing to step to strength to cardio. And I don't think that there's anyone, you know, giving you such a robust, you know, type of service as she does. She really has everything. It's comprehensive. It's well organized. The video and audio quality is great. And the workouts are on point. Everyone can find something there. She uses the ball. She uses bands. She uses this gliding disc, everything. And she also has this amazing thing with her backup instructors. She has someone for high impact, someone for low impact, and she identifies them as being us. And then she has people in the back who are she's saying, you know, this is what it's like regular. So this is if you have inju injuries or you want low impact. This is the girl who you want to look to to take it up a notch high impact. And these are regular class participants. So that's a lot of modifications that she's giving in one class. And you know what I also like about it is that when I look in that room of people taking her classes, I don't feel intimidated. They're, you know, normal looking people that you might find in any gym. You know, these aren't fashion models that make you feel bad about yourself. And it's not people that are just- You mean CeeDee and Lorraine? I know them. They're like my friends already from her DVDs. Oh, yes. Okay. Rena's obviously a big fan. And I hope that Kathy gets, you know, gets to be on our show one day, I believe. You know what the coolest thing about Kathy is, I think? That right now, as the pandemic is going on, she's still producing new content. I think she's one of the only instructors that I've seen mm -hmm. still producing new content mm -hmm. in this crazy world. So that means she's doing her own tech her own sound, her own audio visuals, and she's doing the class. Yeah, and the class planning, and we know what that takes. Class planning takes a lot. And, you know, we, we don't know what goes on in people's personal lives. When you see a fitness instructor, you always think to yourself, well, you know, they're kind of like this, you know, abstract person that must have everything perfect. Well, you know, she's having the same experience as we are, and we're just super impressed at how she's been able to maintain her virtual business and on-demand business and how she presents herself during these difficult times. And we're thrilled to give her a 10 out of 10, and, and hopefully more of you will sign up and enjoy her services. And if you're a fitness instructor and you're looking to get creative and you want help structuring your workouts, highly recommend that you do her on-demand classes. Absolutely. Sign up, log on, and enjoy. You're going to love what you see. Yep, I agree.
All righty, and now it's time for a little Q&A. We had so many people submit questions, so I decided to choose the best ones because we really had an influx for this. And I want to say thank you to everybody who messages us on Instagram. Check us out on Inside Fitness Now Radio on Instagram. We're so thankful that you guys contact us. A lot of people are DMing us, giving us requests. We've got everything noted. We know what topics that you want to hear about. And we're writing it all down and we're planning our uh, podcast accordingly. So thank you for all of your questions. Keep submitting them and feel free to keep reaching out to us. And Raina, Give us some of the Q&A today. Okay, so the first and most important question, and it came in a lot, so I really think this is important for us to address, is liability. Oh, yes. It's a whole new world with the pandemic, and especially with gyms being closed now, the question is, how are you covered? Who covers you? What's with your certification now? You're on your own. You're a fitness instructor that's been working for a gym that's had your back, and now you're on your own, and you're absorbing all the liability, and you know not only the usual liability of injuring someone in your class or giving instruction or whatever you know the things people hold you accountable for are, but you know now we also have people who can be sick who are in your class, and you know it's not your responsibility to make sure that all these people are tested. But you know this is something we're all navigating at this time, and and liability is is a hot topic. So I actually did a little research for all our listeners, and I spoke to my insurance adjuster. And this is obviously just for New York because I know laws vary from state to state. So this Mm -hmm. is in New York City and Nassau County. So it applies to both. So he said, as long as you are covered in some way. So I'm personally covered under my homeowner's insurance. Mm -hmm. And he said you could be covered through your renter's insurance and it's an umbrella policy. So in case someone decided to sue me personally, Raina Butler, I would be I wouldn't be liable as long as I'm covered under my insurance. Yeah, and when I was looking to cover all of my instructors under the gym, you know, we purchased uh, insurance on the gym, we purchased uh, personal training insurance. But one thing that struck me uh, as really unusual is that there's no requirement by insurance companies for you to have a particular certification. Here we are spending a ton of money recertifying ourselves on things that don't always bring us value, but we're under the impression that these certifications protect us because they must be required somewhere. But when you go and you get personal training insurance, they don't require you to have any particular certification. Yet you have all of these certification companies selling you uh, an education, selling you certifications that you think are protecting you and it's not required by your insurance. Now, isn't that interesting? Uh, when I asked my insurance um, person, what certification should I have? He said, we don't require you to have one. We'll insure you and cover you if anyone gets hurt in the facility or in your class, and you know the usual coverage, but we don't require a certification. Now, if something happens and an instructor is responsible, you know, for someone getting hurt in their class, you know, whatever the reason might be and and you know you have to go to court over it of course it helps you to show that you're not negligent and that you attempted to educate yourself and get a certification but you know these certification companies are really making a lot of money off instructors and usually they're not teaching you enough to get started i can tell you personally i have had every certification out there and 
I did not learn what I needed from there. I had to self-teach. Um, the most valuable certification I have is my starting strength credential because um, obviously... I not only use the knowledge they teach me for myself and my own lifting, but for my clients. And uh, the starting strength credential really gave me a solid foundation on everything to do with fitness and wellness and anatomy, physics, movement, everything. So I continue to maintain that. And that's a certification that has value because they require us to maintain our own, uh, you know, education, knowledge, practice, and they're the real deal. But most of these fitness certifications are charging you a lot of money. And turns out your insurance company doesn't even require one. Yeah, my lawyer actually suggested I get a $29.99 personal training certification. And he told me that if someone sued me, even the best lawyer in the world came after me, all I would have to show him is a little copy that I took a little online course mm -hmm. and I would be totally covered in New York City. Yeah, and that, that just is crazy because some certifications require three days, um, three months of attendance. Some, you know, will you could just do an online course and basically it's not regulated. So, you know, we're in this position where it doesn't really protect you. It doesn't really educate you. And I think that now more than ever with uh, the situation we have, the pandemic disrupting fitness, people are realizing, you know, I don't need anything because it's usually the gym that requires you to get a certification. And in fact, most gyms provide their own. So I would have you guys get a certification just because it reduces your uh, risk. But I would educate every one of my instructors from the, the from the ground up. And the first thing that I required my instructors to do is to learn the starting strength method because that's the foundation of everything that we do. And it made everything else easier to understand. And that was how we kept our clients safe because we understood the right way to move and how the body should move. So after that, it was up to them. If they don't want to spend money, um, they don't have to. They could just get any certification. And as long as we're all insured, we're good to go. But like, God, that really pisses me off. I only wish you knew that 10 years ago. I'm pretty sure I spent about 10 grand in different certifications thinking that if I got a kettlebell certification or a sandbag certification or an indo row certification or whatever other nonsense it was at the time. Spinning, yeah. Spinning, Zumba, Zumba One, right. Aqua Zumba. Yeah. Zumbini. Yeah. Kids, kids, kids CrossFit. CrossFit level one, CrossFit. CrossFit kids. Yeah. CrossFit level two. CrossFit, you could, you know, all these certifications can be bought. The only certification that I had to earn was the starting strength credential. And that was the difference. You know, my confidence came from the education that was brought to me from that company. And I think that it's not fair that the instructors have to pay all this money and they're under the impression that they're being protected by the certification when really it's just sort of like, hey, you know, you want to use our tools? Well, here, come give us money. We'll give you a certification and you can use our name. You know, I guess, but... Yeah, it's a real ripoff. It was real interesting to figure out that your insurance does not require any particular certification. Like, you know, they now might... he said he wouldn't even, I said, oh, I have sandbags and kettlebells and Zumba. And he said, oh, you don't even need to. He's like, that's good to keep in your file cabinet. But all I need is for you to really just go online and get this certification. So I Googled it. I paid $29.99. I took a little test. Mm -hmm. And in about an hour, I had the certification faxed him over. And he said, this is all I need especially now if you decide to become a personal trainer or teaching on Zoom and digitally. He goes, if someone sued you, this is all I need. 
So if you're an instructor now and you're just coming into the business now or you don't have your gym, you don't have the protection of your gym, make sure that you are that you have insurance, make sure that you speak to your insurance agent about the right way to cover yourself and certifications, well, they're good to have and they show that you're not negligent, but if you're going to bother to certify yourself in something, choose something that you actually learn from and uh, otherwise, you know, don't spend too much money on it and do what your insurance agent recommends. Thank you, Ina. Okay, this was another one of my favorite questions, and I thought it was really important to address, especially in this new digital world that everyone's having to navigate. How can I make myself stand out from other instructors? <sighs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, because right now, the field is saturated. You know, before as fitness instructors, you were competing with maybe people in your gym, um, maybe you're competing with other fitness facilities for attention. Now you're competing with the whole world because people have access virtually and you have large companies coming up that are you know, creating automation like Mirror, like Peloton, you know, all the spinning, everything that's going on, everything that's on demand. And so now you know, what's the difference between you and them? And how do you make yourself stand out is a very good question. And I think the answer is this. Your relationship with your clients and the things that make you special to them are the things that are going to make you stand out. You see, the person who is just looking for a workout well, they're not going to be your long-term customer. They're going to be someone that will just hop from one platform to another, will hop from one trainer to another. But the relationship and the bond that you create with your clients um, is because of your personality, because of the way that you care for them, because of the different skills that you bring to the table, and because of the history that you have with them. And so what I would say is that you should double down on some of those strengths. And, you know, I tell instructors all the time, create private Facebook groups where you can interact. You know, we certainly did that for Woodmere Fitness Club, where you got to teach inside the group and we had you know, a lot of communication back and forth. I would say that you should, you know, do whatever you can to create either a private Slack channel, create little communities around your workouts. Um, a lot of instructors are also on Zoom with their clients and that's where their clients really get to bond with them. The way to make yourself stand out is to bring out all of the features that make you special. Whether it's your side hustle, whether it's the fact that you love dogs, whether it's the fact that you love pizza, obviously I'm projecting, but all of the little things that make you, you, you know, like, remember we used to follow those instructors that only taught to the eighties. I was obsessed. Oh yeah. There's one gym and I follow them. I'm probably never going to Australia now. Thank you, Corona, <laughs> but I'm still obsessed with this gym. They teach only eighties aerobics and they dress in the costumes full on. So that's an example of how you can stand out, you know, um, I think you should just work on creating little communities, make sure that you double down on your strengths and the people who are going to hop around and make you compete against everyone out there in the world, they're not looking for you, for you and your service and they're not going to be long-term customers. So double down on your strengths and bring out the best in your personality and create little communities. Okay. This week, we really had a special treat. We actually left the studio and we went on site to meet some instructors, to interview, to see how they're doing in this corona world. 
And we really want to thank everyone who allows us to come in into their class to tell their story because this was this was actually this was very difficult for us because it's very fresh for us that we've just lost our gym and we've lost our jobs and we've lost the ability to do the thing that we love in the way that we used to do it. And we thought, you know, let's let's create this podcast so that we have a platform to tell stories the story of the fitness instructor or the gym owner to help connect the fitness community to a new workout or to advertise these classes. And I thought it was going to be fun, which it is. It was also very heartbreaking. Oh, yes. Some of their stories just pulled at my heartstrings. I was broken for them. It's really incredible how hard working these instructors are and we got to go on site on location where they're teaching outdoors and give them a chance to tell their stories and to interview them and that's that's been really cool but it's been so emotional like for me it's bringing out all these feelings i had over losing the ability to do this in my gym you know and and, and i have so much respect for each and every one of these instructors who is just grinding away working hard in the heat working outdoors to make sure that you know these people have their workouts under any conditions and not knowing what the future will be is really really incredible our first stop was long beach new york and we met with instructor buddy cosimano oh my god i'm obsessed with him He is like a ray of sunshine. Yes, he is. He's got great personality, and that's because he's a Broadway dancer. That's right. And he's also a choreographer, and he just does amazing work. His class was a blast. We only intended to video clips, but it was so much fun and so exciting that we stayed the entire time. Yeah, I went live on our Instagram because I wanted, you know, my clients wanted to see more and more. What I love about Buddy, okay, there's like a whole list, but what I love about him is that he's super positive. He really works with the music. He loves to dance and his workouts are creative and he does it on the beach in the fresh air and the sunshine. It was amazing. It was so good. I was supposed to be writing notes like to critique the class and give you guys a whole write-up. I don't know. I don't know what happened. My pen went to the ground. My clipboard fell into the sand. And before I know it, I'm dancing. Yes, yes, we were. We could not stop. He just brings that out in you. So he's got these, what was it called? Buddy Blast? Buddy Blast. It's a total body workout from head to toe. And he threw in some dancing. There was like a a socially distanced group dance at the end. Oh yeah, that was the best part. He spread everyone out really big and he taught us a little dance to just one chorus. And he said, okay, ladies, I want you to remember this is for when the clubs reopen. Now you have a routine. Mm. He's so much fun. And he's called a hometown hero here. Yes, he was actually interviewed by News 12 in Long Island about his soup can workout. So what he did during the pandemic is he went on Facebook all for free and he taught people how to work out with what they had in their house. He talked about using water jugs, Tide bottles and soup cans. And he wanted to note that his favorite soup cans are by Campbell's, of course. I hope that he winds up having a contract with Campbell's because that would greatly boost their brand. Yes, and you know what he had everyone do? So after he went on his Zoom classes with the soup cans, he came and collected the soup cans from all the class participants and donated it to the food pantry. And this is why he has such a big following. Not only is he a ray of sunshine, but he gives back to his community. He's positive, he's loving. And I have to say also that everybody who attended his class, 
uh, were really nice people, very inviting, very friendly. And you know the class works on donations? I did not know that. So it's not a specific amount when you come to class. Nope. You can just show up. You can find him on his Instagram, find out where he's teaching. And we certainly have his information that we'll include in this podcast. And you just show up for the class and you just donate whatever it is that you want to give. Wow. I feel like he's so generous to give himself just for a donation. Yeah. And and don't forget, you know, every one of these instructors is going through something difficult and it is not easy to be out of work and to be hustling this way. And I just give him a lot of credit. Yeah, he's also an instructor in so many dance studios around Long Island. He, he said, worked with kids, right? He works with kids and he's an MC for a dance competition. He said, right now, everything is shut down and closed. So if you guys want to check out an awesome class and be on the beach, Buddy Blast is the way to go. Okay, our next stop was to New York City. Oh, that was a lot of fun. And we met with Lala from Dog Pound. Lala from Dog Pound. Lala walked into my gym at a starting strength seminar. And I was a platform coach at the time, about a year ago now. It's almost exactly a year. And she came because she was learning the starting strength method on her own and wanted some coaching. And, you know, she walked into the room and we immediately bonded over women and strength training. We both have a passion for it. And she just thought the gym was super cool. And I thought what she did was super cool. Love her Instagram, Lift with Lala. She is a doll and we had a blast interviewing her. Oh yeah, I remember the first time I saw her in the gym, I said, oh my gosh, who is that? She is gorgeous. <laughs> she's gorgeous and she's kind and she's a really good lifter. Yeah, she's amazing. You had the chance to coach her a little bit. She asked for some help with her form and I was like, amazed. Yeah, when she was at the seminar, um, not only was she a good lifter and that came naturally to her, but she was also a really good coach because at the starting spring seminar, you get to coach other lifters. And uh, we did a full interview and I'm actually going to release that as our next straight talk with Ina, where I'm just going to release the full interview. But um, you got to chat with her about working for Dog Pound because that's really exciting. Oh yeah, she totally spilled the tea. Everything Dog Pound, we even talked about the celebrity she trains and the reality TV star that she trained. So definitely tune in for the full interview. So she's been um, coaching virtually all her clients, working about you know nine hours a day, just doing personal training on top of everything else that she does. And she's found that that it's really allowed her to dedicate more attention to the individual. And she's working very hard. She has a beautiful little studio set up and she's supported by her Dog Pound community. They have been very good to their instructors, I heard. Yeah, I love that she told us that not only did Dog Pound show them how to personal train, they even gave her the ring light to hold her phone. They're giving them equipment. They're lending their instructors equipment. And she also talked about how they were working with the clients price-wise. So Dog Pound was really not just giving to their instructors, but also to the clients. I'm impressed. Yeah, they, they really brought in professionals to help support and educate their instructors because this is such a stressful time for everyone. Um, I love to hear when these large franchises uh, support their instructors. And so we had a blast interviewing her, visiting her, and then she gives us the scoop on uh, what her future is. So you can tune into that straight talk with Ina and you can hear about it there. But she is just, you know, an inspiration to all of us. I loved listening to uh, her journey uh, into strength training. She travels a lot. She's had a lot of incredible experiences. And I love her Instagram. On her Insta stories, she's always posting free workouts. 
and uh, she has beautiful imagery and she has a very strong following of women and she's on a mission to help women discover their strengths so that they can prevent unhealthy aging so that they can fall in love with their bodies again and I'm just I'm a big fan of Lala. Yeah, she was a pleasure to me. And I, like I just kept saying, she's not just beautiful on the outside, but she has so much beauty on the inside. And it was really a pleasure to meet with her. She was very kind. She was very kind for that interview. And she let us sit there for a very long time asking her all sorts of questions. And I'm just glad that we got that time together. And I think we'll be collaborating on something in the future. I believe it. I hope so. And then we came home actually for our last interview right in Woodmere, New York, where we live. And we raised our kids and we met with Avi D from Avid Fitness. Yes, Avid Fitness is located in Cedarhurst in five towns where we live. And um, Avi's been at this for a very long time. And he started with a spin studio and then expanded into uh, other classes. And I got to sit down with him after his class. I watched his class that he co-taught with his instructor and it was a full class. Everyone came and everyone is so positive and so sweet in his classes and he's so hardworking and so is his instructor. And he is lucky enough to have this enclosed area. It's like a dome right outside his studio. So it's an open air kind of um, alley and they have a dome coverage for if it rains and you know it's open, you get a nice breeze and he's able to teach and he sets up a speaker and he sets up, you know, all of his equipment outside. He's got things to sterilize the equipment and uh, people show up for his classes. And we got to sit down and talk to him and find out you know, how he's been managing through this, what his support system is. Um, I'm gonna be releasing all these interviews on YouTube. I'll, I'll get the full interviews out. But um, I have to say that it really pulled at my heartstrings to hear his story because you know, all of us had the experience of what do we do when this happens? How do we not give up? What's our motivation? And, you know, his story really touched me. Not only is he thankful to his members, but, you know, his wife has kept him going when he doubted himself and he doubted what the future would hold. And what's really incredible is this young man has decided to give back, not just to his members with the work that he does, but also to fitness professionals. And he disclosed to us that, He's decided to, you know, not just keep going in this field through this, but to also expand. And he talked to us a little bit about what that looks like in his future. So we're really excited for Avi and for his members. And we're really thankful for people like him who are uh, the inspiration to stay positive, to keep growing. His classes have you know, moms and dads and kids. And I really loved seeing the whole family work out together. It pulled at my heartstrings to hear about how much he struggled. Um, every instructor is struggling who's in this position. He's not just taking care of people on site, but he's taking care of them on Zoom remotely. He's made sure people were equipped so that they could do the workouts. He's taking care of people on Zoom, in person, in any way he can. And, you know, he got to tell me a little bit about his background, how he fell in love with fitness as a young man and what it means to him and what the community means to him. And I think that he's a perfect example of somebody who's a gym owner, an instructor, you know, a dad, an inspiration to his members, um, somebody who does a tremendous amount of charity for his community. 
He's a perfect example of how valuable the fitness instructor and the gym owner are to our communities. You know, I've always said that if you help one person, you've really helped the world. And that's because that one person, if you make them healthier and stronger, then they can go on to help someone else. And he invests his heart and soul, and so does his team, into every single individual. And that's something that he kept reiterating to me. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but he's been giving away free workouts to any healthcare professional. I did not know that. You can come to his class totally for free. So if you're a firefighter, a police officer, an EMT, a doctor, a nurse, if you're in the healthcare field and you're you know, fighting wow. this COVID on the front lines, you get to come to his classes for free. Not only do they get to come for free, all kids get to come for free, up to teenagers. That's amazing. I got to see these little kids um, having fun in his class. He keeps everyone motivated. You know, He's doing his best to get to every single person in the class and to make sure, by the way, he had a mom there who brought her kids and he was working with the kids so that the mom can get her workout in. And you and I know what that's like. That oh, was yeah. Story of our life, right? That was the best part of our jobs. We got to hold babies and we got to play with kids so that the moms could work out. And I think that everyone's just really lucky to have him in the five towns. And I'm excited to finish telling his story. Um, we'll release the full episode of his story. So you guys should tune in. But these fitness instructors are your hometown heroes. They really are. And through this, they've had their own personal experiences that have been challenging and their own fears and struggles, whether they're physical or financial. And everyone's got something going on, but they show up with a smile, with positivity, and they show up every day for your sessions and they show up with the same energy time after time. They're creative with their workouts. They make sure the music's on point. You know, they're setting up in conditions that are subpar and they have lost so much during this time, yet they're completely dedicated to your wellness still. It makes them heroes in my eyes. And Avi and Lala and Buddy, to me, these are all fitness heroes. And I think that they deserve shout outs. And I'm looking forward to using this podcast and this platform to connect people with their workouts and to tell their stories, because I think that we're all going to need to come out for the fitness professional and support them, because these are going to be hard times. Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad you're bringing that up. It's really important for fitness instructors now to support other fitness instructors. I think this is the time where we drop that competitive age and we just come together around fitness. Yeah, I completely agree with you. We all need each other. Yeah, like there's no need for it anymore. Let's say someone comes to your class, it's not for them. Hey, send them over there to someone who it would work for. I don't love spinning. Okay, they came to my gym, spinning didn't work for them. Send them to the guy that you know that teaches spin or vice versa with boxing or anything. This is the time where we all really need to come together and help each other out. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. That's exactly right, Rena. Okay, and now my favorite part of the podcast. Janelle, please. Overheard at the gym. All right, what do we got today? Okay, today we're talking about my biggest pet peeve as an fitness instructor. I think it's my biggest, which I can't believe we're doing this so early on in the podcast. Mm. But it is definitely... When participants come late to class. Yes, and if you are a fitness instructor, you know exactly what Raina means. I don't think there's anything more disruptive than a late attendee Ugh. who doesn't know what's going on in the class. The worst. And now there's different kinds of late people. Let's go through all the late people. Let's do that. Okay, so class, my classes, I'm an 8.30 instructor. So let's say I start my class 8.30. I like to start on the dot. I'm a little OCD. There's a person who works in an 831. Okay, 
okay, I don't even see her because I'm putting on my mic. I press play and I'm, okay, guys, let's go pick up a jog. That person I don't even see. Then there's a 35 person. Okay, not terrible. Looking for parking. Looking for parking. They had to drop off their kid or for whatever reason they couldn't get in there. I get it, traffic. We're in New York. Then there's like the 845 person. Yeah. That's the person that I now have no patience for. 15 minutes late to class. You've now missed your warm up. You've missed the instruction. So you don't know if you're in a circuit class. You don't know how this class is going to work. You don't know what equipment you need. Everyone else, by the way, everyone else in the class that you should have respect for, it's not fair to the participants in the class that they came on time. They're all set up. And now you're taking away the instructor's attention because you're late. Yeah. And they're all over the place and now they're walking through the class to get their stuff or like finding a spot and they just disrupt everyone, not just the instructor, but all the people around them. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. And let's also talk about the two different kind of workouts that they're walking into. So my instructors were either teaching a circuit style class or they were teaching something a little bit more complicated that was to the beat of the music, choreography, like dance or kickboxing. You've got your mic on. The instructor's at the front of the class trying to run a large class, trying to stay on the beat. She's sweating. She's hustling. This person walks in and like looking around like, what are we doing? Where do I stand? And the instructor's got to keep going and figure you out at the same time. Now you're coming and cutting other people off 15 minutes late. Some people came 20 minutes late. What is the freaking point? Okay, so there's two kinds of people who come in 20 minutes late. One person I can deal with, they come in and they either try to jump into the circuit, they don't say anything, they might be doing the wrong exercise, they look up at the board, they figure it out for themselves. Person number two, if I could hire bodyguards, I would have to drag (laughs) them out by their ponytail. Person number two not only comes 15 to 20 minutes late, they insist on waving down the instructor. Oh my God. And be like, can you find me a spot? I don't know what's going on. And you have like literally 49 other people yeah. in a choreographed kickboxing class. And then there's the third person who comes late. The person who comes late and then pushes themselves to the front row. Nuh-uh. So not only are you late, not only are you interrupting, but you've just pushed aside 20 other people to get to, quote unquote, your spot. Yeah, which, by the way, you're getting kicked on the way to the front row because it's a full class. People are kicking and punching and you're cutting them off. And then we start to see like little fights going on in the room and we're looking at each other like, oh, shit, it's about to go down because someone It's New York people. Right. People are now whispering. I'm starting to see those look in their eyes like help me do something (laughs) because now she blocks someone else and then they can't see themselves in the mirror. And now the whole thing is all off. Oh, by the way, we're still going with the music and still doing the choreography because you can't stop class, but you have a fight to your right. And now the whole class is off just from this one obnoxious person. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember other times where it really, guys, like this puts the instructor in such a bad position because first of all, they're trying to protect the facility and the gym and the reputation of the gym. So thank you to my instructors who are working hard to keep, you know, patient to take care of the members that were now they were being distracted from because the person's coming late. I mean, it's really difficult to be a fitness instructor who's trying to do the right thing in the room for everyone in the room. But I remember you were teaching rowing. We have water rowers at the gym and that's a very particular skill. And you can't just walk in on one of those classes because there's a program for the day. And if you're new, 
You have to learn how to do it. Now, our instructors were sensational, and we figured out a way to teach on the spot the basics within five minutes. And we would tell everyone, please come 15 minutes early, and we will donate our time to work with you, teach you, so that you know what's happening in the class and actually how to row. And no matter what we did, we closed the door. Oh, my God, they would sneak past us. Like, you, they would come in late, and... The instructor's in the room. She's trying to teach the class. Like I remember one time, Raina's like in the middle of this rowing class that also has a circuit component to it. And the person walks in like 15 minutes late. And you really just want to say like, I can't freaking believe this. And they don't know how to row. Always. And now I know the one thing that really drove you crazy is that if you set up for an even amount of people, they were the one odd man out that interrupted the whole circuit. Always, if you, if we had to sign up in advance, it was always like 10. Number 11 was going to walk in that door. But wait, here's the best part about number 11. Number 11 snuck past the receptionist. Yes. To come into class. And now it's on me. So now what am I going to do? Can I say no leave? I really wanted to, but you can't because then you're the bitchy instructor. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Fight them to, you know, so we used to tell them like, sit to the side, wait till we can manage you and you jump right in. Or how about the people that come to a boxing class 15 minutes late with no gloves? Oh yeah, that's so great. So I have to leave the room. Or no sneakers. To get them boxing gloves. No sneakers. No leggings. Yeah, I don't know. I don't no know. No leggings. And you know, I'm also trying, I'm not a personal trainer, but- I'm trying to think of coming late. Like imagine you're a personal trainer. You're on a really strict schedule. You've got yeah. clients all day. Yeah. And someone comes for their session late. I bet they expect you, if they start at 10.15, to go sure. to 11.15. Oh, sure. There's always that uncomfortable moment. But I don't blame you for having this be your biggest pet peeve. Like I really, it was, it drove me crazy to own a gym and have people be so disrespectful. And remember, we used to say like, to each other, like, well, would they show up to their doctor late? Would they show up? And then we're like, oh, wait, yeah, they would. Yeah, because you know why? I'm going back to it. They're that person. Yeah. Entitled. Right. Yeah. The world really revolves around them. And meanwhile, you have all these incredible people who come to class on time. And by the way, they have the same issues that this person has, whatever their excuse is. Okay, choose a different time that works for you. We've had multiple conversations. I don't want to be having these conversations. You're not five years old. You're an adult. Have some respect for the fitness professional. Have respect for the other people in your class. And by the way, you paid for your workout. How are we going to give you results if you're not getting the full workout? Yeah, so this was my favorite part about leaving the studio and going to like a franchise. Mm -hmm. I once took a class in rumble boxing mm -hmm. and someone came late and you know what they did? They slammed the door in her face and I clapped. <laughs> and then I realized this isn't my gym <laughs> and I'm not even the instructor, but I was so happy. I felt like I got justice. Vindicated. Oh, yes. See, your fitness instructor puts a lot of care into the program for the day, not to mention if they're teaching circuit classes and they're bringing out equipment and they really work hard from the music to the program. So when you show up that late to class and you're that disruptive, it makes you look bad. And so if you want to have a good workout and you want to have good results, choose an hour that works for you. Have respect for the people in your class and for your instructor who's dedicated to your experience being perfect and show up on time. Yes, thank you. Just be on time. You know what? Don't even be on time. Come 10 minutes early. Or don't come. I like that. Don't come. Don't come. If you're not going to respect the rules of the gym, we're not for you. I love that.
Yeah. So just heads up, guys. If we uh, teach again, show up on time or don't come. That's right. That's I right. love that. Fine. Is that this a t-shirt? Is, this is probably one of, this is my favorite. Is this therapy? This is therapy. <laughs> I don't blame you, Raina. You're so patient. By the way, one thing I remember you saying, kids? Never. Never. You had a problem. Never had a problem with kids. They always show up on time. They're always following the rules. They're wonderful. Adults can't get through. I've been teaching kids for like 15 years. Mm -hmm. I've never had one problem. If class was 5.30, the kids would be there 5.20, mm -hmm. ready to rock and roll, mm -hmm. ready to go. They knew what's up. They found their spots. They Do were you know why? You know why? Because the parents are driving them and they can't wait to get rid of them. Oh. And they would just be thrilled to bring them to their activity. Oh, I thought it was because the kids were enthusiastic to see me. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Give me a chance. They liked my class, not because the parents want to get rid of them. And actually, um, you know, in coaching too, we I remember that when we structured our barbell program, uh, we ran small groups and we did encounter a, a, a massive issue with women coming late, um, in particular moms, because, you know, school bus or whatever. So one of the things that we instituted in our barbell club, and if you're a coach, this might be a good tip for you. We would usually complete three lifts in each 90-minute uh, session, squat, press, deadlift, squat, bench, deadlift. And um, we would tell people, if you come 30 minutes late, you sit and wait, and you miss your first lift. And that way, you know, if you only got two things done, that's the way it goes. Um, it's not a punishment. It's just that you're running a business and you have to run things efficiently. And it's not good for you to try to cram all three lifts in without any rest. It's not safe. And guys, rules exist in fitness classes and gyms for a reason. They're mostly for your benefit because we're trying to control the quality of your experience. And we want to give you results. Showing up late, you deprive yourself. Yeah, this was really fun. <laughs> we're going to do more. I'm so excited. You finally get to say your piece. I know I get to say everything because this is my podcast now. You We're not it. at a gym anymore. <laughs> you got it. Well, it's been a lot of fun as usual. We're looking forward to our next podcast. We hope that you enjoy the show. See you guys real soon. Bye. You've been listening to Inside Fitness Now with Ina and Raina. The inside scoop on everything fitness. On Instagram, Facebook, and podcast. Inside Fitness Now.